Hey, it's Ella. Just a quick intro before we jump into this episode with a listener, Mandy Kellogg. This is something different in store for us today. This is a conversation with Mandy, a listener who I was connected to on Instagram but had never met. And Mandy sent me a message and she was clearly fed up. I want to share that message with you because I think it gives context to this conversation. Mandy said, so how does your brain work? How did you get started with working out? You look amazing. That's nice, Mandy. You have great energy from what I see on Instagram. You seem very strong-minded and determined. I want to be all of that. I just don't identify as that yet. I identify as someone who tries to work out but knows she'll always get hurt because she's getting older. I love to eat. I'm tired. I feel like I'm 94 instead of 44. She goes on to say, I know I'm asking a lot, but I just thought I'd throw this your way. I always want to walk up to fit older women in workout clothes and just ask them how they do it. Like, what is literally going on in your brain every day to make this happen? All of that to say that Jim Fortin, she's referring to episode 139, Jim Fortin recommended to start identifying as someone who has what you want. I'm constantly telling myself I can't or it won't happen for me and I have to change this. So she was fed up and we started a dialogue up until about two weeks before this conversation. She was really, really down on herself, weighing herself every day and feeling like she was failing. And so this is a conversation that Mandy and I have. And it starts out, admittedly, about the weight loss roller coaster, the deprivation binge cycle, and Mandy's fears and realizations around intuitive eating. But that's only about the first 10 to 12 minutes of this conversation. And then we really deep dive into mindset. So she meant it when she said, how does your brain work? Where does your energy come from? How can I be happy and healthy? And she talks about the changes she's made just in the past two weeks. And it's pretty incredible. So this show is for anyone who feels like they're in a rut or knows that they have the tendency to get stuck. And this is a good show to help remind you of some of the critical mindset tools that we have at our disposal to break out of those ruts, to break out of that stuckness, including three questions that I ask to bust out of a rut. So that's all in here. We talk more about this true secret behind accomplishing what you want when you can't even seem to start. It's all in here and I really hope you enjoy this informal, friendly conversation between me and Mandy. Here we go. Welcome. You're on air with Ella where we share simple strategies and tips from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or relationships to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey, you're on air with Ella and today I am joined by Mandy Kellogg, a listener and now friend. Hi Mandy, how are you? Hey Ella, I'm good. How are you? Is it weird to be on air? It is a little weird, but (laughs) I mean, this is definitely a first. I can take it off my bucket list. So did a podcast. There I go. (laughs) This is super cool. Okay. Tell everybody just who you are. Okay. Well, I'm Mandy Kellogg. I am uh, the wife to my husband, Richard. We've been married for almost 23 years. I have a stepson that is 26. I've known him since he was three years old. So I consider him my own. Um, Then my daughter is 15 and my son is nine. So we kind of run the gamut with age ranges. So that's kind of fun. I live a little south of Atlanta in a cute little town. It's fun. (laughs) Mandy, how do we know one another? 
Well, like a lot of people, when you have questions, you go searching podcasts or, uh, you know, social media accounts. And I think I was going kind of down the, the road of binge eating and things like that. And I landed, just went to the podcast and it was like binge eating and your episode came up. A lot of them came up. And so I just clicked on you and you were just, just so engaging. And it just felt like you're my best friend and you had been through everything I'd been through. So I just started getting more and more and more and more and just listened to everything and followed you obviously on Instagram. And just when I would send you a question, you would answer. And I just was like, we're chit chatting. This is kind of fun. <laughs> so yeah, it just, I feel like I've, you know, have gotten this friendship just over social media with you and just listening to your podcast and everything. So that's kind of how I found you and then, you know, reached out to you again. And here we are. <laughs> no, I, this is what's so cool. Like I have such a love hate relationship with social media yeah. and it really drives me crazy that it's new, like the new currency, the new sort of right social credibility thing in the world that I operate in. But what I absolutely love about it is the true connection. Right. And the only reason it exists for me is to actually connect one-on-one. -on -one. And so if you right. send me a message, like I'm answering. <laughs> right. Which I was really shocked and you answered it very well. And I was like, wow. So, you know, this last go around, I was like, I'm just going to ask Ella some questions. I'm just going to send it. And so here we are to discuss all that. <laughs> Well, you really got me thinking, which is, by yeah. the way, what I love about this is it's so it's so reciprocal. So you guys, Mandy sent me a note and I won't read the whole thing, but basically you had listened to episode 139 with Jim Fortin, which is like yeah. one of the top five episodes. Yeah, and yeah. it's not, no, it's zero credit to me. Jim Fortin's work is obviously yeah. mind blowing. I've gotten more feedback on that show than right. possibly any other show ever. But then, we, so you and I sort of just kind of started started talking about that. And I'll leave it to you to tell a bit more of your story, but you asked me some great questions. And some of those questions were just to give everybody sort of a sense of where we're going, as you said, you know, so how does your brain work? Where does your energy come from? And you seem strong-minded and determined, and I want that, but I don't identify as that yet. So yeah. how do I get there? And then you basically yeah. said to me, like, how did you get there? And, <laughs> right. and we'll, we'll demystify the fact that I'm anywhere. Uh, but you asked, you asked such good questions. I just thought, you know, you can't possibly be the only person that has these right. questions. So let's right. talk about it and let's record it. You said yes. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Here uh, we are. <laughs> so thanks for being a sport, Mandy. Sure. I think it would be useful to share it with everybody. Kind of like, what did your life look like when you reached out to me? Just, I mean, this was just a few weeks ago. So what did describe to me where you were and what life was and is. Sure. I am 44 years old. So I'm in the mid forties range. I guess you could say that now. Um, I have kids. Um, my husband and I are self-employed. So we work, we've got work stress, I homeschool. So we got, you know, kid homeschool stress, you know, all of that. So, you know, busy like everybody else. And you tend to put yourself on the back burner as most moms do. It's so hard to put yourself first. And I think over the years, uh, with my son being nine, it was, you know, harder and harder all the time to find that time for myself. And now I'm like, he's nine. Why haven't I made time for myself yet? Um, and so then it's kind of grown from like, everybody always wants to lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. And I've, you know, listened to a lot of people that are like, if you're not happy now, you won't be happy when you lose the weight either. So just always searching like, you know, how can I be happy and healthy, but always in the back of my brain, it was, but also how can I lose the weight? Really just over probably this last year, I've really done a lot of just soul searching, trying to figure out like, who am I? What am I doing? Like, how can I get beyond the scale? Like I was going from, you know, doing the Friday weigh-in because then I could cheat over the weekend and, you know, make up for it during the week before that next Friday. I even was weighing myself every single day 
Oh, awful. I know. And what I was finding, and this just, I quit this, I mean, just to be real, two weeks ago. And I haven't been happier. Like that number, unfortunately, would just, you know, tell me how good I was or how bad I was doing or how I would feel for the day. And I just don't know why there's so much weight, haha, no pun intended, put on the scale. <laughs> so true. Feel. It's just aggravating. And so I think that's where I'm at. I'm aggravated. I'm aggravated that, you know, mainstream medicine, not medicine, uh, diet world, whatever you want to call it, has led women of all ages and stages to this point of we're still not happy, yet we're killing ourselves to get to X number on the scale. And that's, you know, what I have done. I have been so, yes, I've reached some of those numbers, but I've been so unhappy, so tired of not, you know, being able to enjoy my family with ice cream and, or go eat pizza with them because I was doing a special diet, you know, those kind of things. So yeah, some of it is for health benefits, but also just the sanity of not feeling like you can enjoy life with your family. So that's kind of where, you know, when I was, when I listened to the episode with Jim Fortin, where the, all the mind stuff started coming into play. And it, I just remember hitting the brakes going, huh, okay. You know, so that's kind of where, where I was a few weeks ago. Yeah. That is so interesting because we think we have a problem with our coping mechanisms. So for you and yeah. for me, that's food. For other people, it's alcohol. For other people, it's shopping. For other people, right. it's sex, like whatever. You think you have a problem with food. I mean, I use words like food addiction and sugar mm -hmm. addiction and disorder. And you think that's what the problem is. And then you realize the problem is your brain. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, wait, is this better or worse? <laughs> right. I think it's better because it's within our control. I actually reframed my binge eating problem as a habit problem and oh yeah took it from there honestly that is really what the major pivot was for me and that was a journey i mean that is a journey that you can hear in real time if you right. go back you know and yeah. that's listen to the episodes because i start <laughs> by talking to people about fasting and then right. you know an intermittent fasting and it's all wellness based it's never about right. losing weight mandy ha 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 and <laughs> and then you hear me like break somewhere in the middle and then i start doing shows on binge eating. And then I started doing shows like post eating, like recovery. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, the whole journey's there. Do you mind if I ask where you are on the deprivation binge cycle? Do you mind if I ask that? No, that's fine. Um, I actually have been just trying to be more intuitive. And that has been very hard at first because I'm like, I literally was, you know, what if I eat all the chips or what if I eat all the cake or what if I eat all the ice cream? Because when I'm restricting and not allowing myself any of that, then that's all I wanted to do. So I've just kind of have like put all that aside. And what I've noticed is in the last couple of weeks is I don't need the bag of chips or the cake, it might be a bite. The one thing that keeps coming back to me is that if I was trying to keep myself from eating this, I probably would have eaten around it and then ate it too, you know? Always. <laughs> Always, and it drives me crazy. So now what I'm seeing is that like, if I needed, you know, that ice cream because it's that time of month or whatever, I mean, there's a lot to that. And it's like, we should be able to listen to our bodies and give it what we need. And in time, I do believe that I will honestly be able to just really honestly figure out just how much my body needs and be able to stop at the right time, which I, I'm finding that because now I don't feel like I'm missing anything because technically I can eat it whenever I want to. So that's kind of where my mindset is on it all now. And I don't know, I just kind of like flipped that switch and I started Jim Fortin, which is, this is part of that question that led me to you was be like the people that you see doing the things that you want to do. 
you were the first person that popped into mind. You're doing those handstands in your driveway and, you know, <laughs> workouts and everything and just happy and energetic. And I know, you know, Instagram and social media only tells what you show, you know, and I know you have your hard days too and all that, but there's still something to that. I mean, it's not like you're getting on here and being, you know, this is Instagram Ella, you know, and then I'm over here in the corner, you know, nobody can really do that. So, you know, that's what led me to you was like, and want to pick your brain is because how are you doing that? Like, what is your brain actually going through? And this is not going to be a conversation exclusively about our eating habits. Um, Mandy and I have so yeah. much more that we wanted to talk to talk to each other about. However, I did want to just address that and kind of wrap that up and tell yeah. you something like I am so pleased to know that you have stopped depriving yourself because yeah. as scary as that is, there is no binge without deprivation. Absolutely. And I, I mean, if that is not just a thing that we say, I have proven it for years now yeah. by denying it and then by trying it. And yes, I'm only one person, but my point is this, like if I can spare anybody one month of that, one year of that, yeah. one full cycle of that, then I will feel like it serves some purpose for me. So I'm so pleased to know that for you because I don't know about you, but I went through these phases where, you know, I, I kept trigger foods out of the house and now mm -hmm. trigger, no trigger foods in the house and ate clean. I say that with quotes and then flipped on its head. And I mean, I'm, I would binge on anything that was a calorie, like anything, mm -hmm. like it mm -hmm. is possible to binge <laughs> on healthy food. If you are over yeah, exactly <laughs> yes. anything, because you're anything. basically not eating out of hunger. You are stuffing yourself in order to accomplish something else. Right. And so now I'm at the point where we have cookies in the house. There are these cookies that I love and I have one almost every day because they're good. And because yeah. they have no emotional attachment for me, I'm not right. eating seven of them. <laughs> and do, do you find that, and I know we're, this isn't what we're doing everything on, but I do want to ask you this. Do you find that when you allow yourself to to eat intentionally like that, that one's enough. Like you don't feel like it's cookie, 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 because you got, you know, it's almost like they don't taste as, I don't know, just like. It doesn't feel like an indulgence, right? Yes, it's just a cookie. Yeah, it's just a damn cookie. And by the way, when people used to talk like this and I was deep into my binge deprivation cycles, it sounded differently to me. So this hits different if you're in the middle of it. But for those of you who are kind of, you know, moving outside of it, I think you'll appreciate this. I I used to eat things frenetically with a frenetic energy behind them, Mandy, yeah. because I was like, I need to eat this one. And then I just need to eat three more and then they won't torment me. Yeah. Oh, I have such empathy for I people know. who are having that experience. And it's, it's hard. Yeah. And to be out of it is like mm -hmm. a freedom that I just want for so many other people. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm at is like, feel like there's just, you know, this lightness to me, like that weight is no longer on my shoulders and I don't have to worry about it. Like I don't even give it a thought anymore. You said to me, I want so badly to be fit and healthy. I'm 44 and I feel like I'm going downhill. I'm the mm -hmm. queen of yo-yo dieting. I refuse to diet now because I finally get that they don't work. I just don't know how to be healthy and fit. Meaning like really like how to have that identity. I reached out to you about that and read the books that you recommended. I want to be strong. I want to do a pull-up by my 45th birthday and all the stuff that you do in the driveway, <laughs> <laughs> the handstands in the driveway. If you're not on Instagram, then you don't know what we're talking. 
talking about. (laughs) (laughs) To miss out. (laughs) Mandy, it sounds like besides just the yo-yo dieting and some of the things we've talked about centered around food, that you're also asking like, what is the mindset that kind of gets you up and out every day or like sets you on the course for the day? Tell me that in your own words. Okay. So I think I kind of am starting to see where it comes from. I've always had a hard time getting started with any kind of workout plan because I'm like, this isn't enough. It's not going to burn calories. I'm not sweating by the end of it. I got to do something big like, you know, P90X. I used to do P90X in the day, you know, some big, crazy, massive workout. And I just started walking. I was like, what can I do that I can just do and not have to train for or make it hard or whatever? So I would lay my clothes out every night and make sure my shoes were there. And just I had no choice but to just get dressed and go out the door. And so I've been doing this a little over two weeks now. I'm in my third week. Um, and it, I just look forward to it now. It makes me feel so good. Even the other day when I was not feeling great, I had a little bit of a headache, but I went anyways. And by the end of my walk, I was like, oh my goodness, I feel so much better. Um, and I think that's what it is, is like starting to see or starting to feel that energy from it uh, makes you want to do it again. Um, and it's not like I can go from walking to, you know, these crazy workouts or anything like that, um, or doing the chin up, you know, I've got to build up to that, but you have to start and that I just let it go. I let all my thinking go. I'm an analyzer and I will, you know, once again, get in all those rules and how you're supposed to do things. And I just had to let it go and just start and start basic, start simple. And once and also, you know, like not trying to concentrate on losing weight, but concentrate on being healthy. And so what does a healthy person do? A healthy person moves their body every day. There's no hard, fast rule to how you move your body, just move your body. And eventually, you know, you get to where you can do more or try something different or, you know, whatever. And so it's just been amazing. I'm loving walking. I threw in a couple of yoga sessions this week and it's been really good too. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm starting to feel it. Like, this is healthy (laughs) and I'm going to get fit and, you know, and feel good because I want to go and do those things with my family, you know, and with my husband and things. They're very, we're all very active and I just don't want to be the one, you know, to feel like I'm holding everybody back because of my insecurities. But the thing is, is to do like how you want to be basically, you know? And so that's what I'm just kind of keeping in mind. What would Ella do? (laughs) You know, (laughs) but yeah, it's been tremendous. So just kind of started and just, just went just gave, you know, nothing in my way, just go. And it's been pretty good. So Mandy, I have this idiotic smile on my face that only you can see (laughs) because this just makes me so happy because when you reach out to me two or three weeks ago, like you were frustrated. You were really, really, you were like, you were sick of yourself almost. Mm -hmm. I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, Um, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) What changed? It honestly, when I listened to that podcast with Jim Porton and, you know, I know you'll link it and all that kind of stuff. He just said, be like who you want to be. And I was like, I just have to start being as if I'm healthy, being as if I'm fit. There's no like um, rule on who can be fit, who can't. You can be any size you want to be and be fit. And that's what I've realized. So I've put on my my leggings and my t-shirt and I have just gone walking as if I'm the fittest person in the world out there, just hitting the pavement, just going and going and going because I'm a fit walker. I'm a fit walker. (laughs) That's what I am now. I'm a fit walker. And I love it though. It makes me feel so good. Like I've accomplished something and that's it right there. That's the secret is I have accomplished something. And let me tell you, this week has been, it's been the craziest week. I have gotten out of my comfort zone so much this week because I have had the confidence to do it because I've instilled some confidence in myself. 
well, I'm doing a podcast. I mean, never saw that coming. And you know what? I wasn't nervous about it because I was like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be great. And I just kept filling myself with, you know, positive reinforcement and, you know, that's just it. It's like, you know, you're making yourself confident. And I think that was a question I had for you too, was like, how do you get confident? And that's it. It's like setting yourself up to win is start small and accomplish that and gradually build on to things, not just, you know, start out with the hardest workout in the world and expect results that day. Love yourself where you're at and be happy where you're at. It's just, it. I feel like I'm rambling because I feel like I've just had this brain explosion of all this stuff just clicking at one time. But that's just kind of how this week, it's like it's all kind of come full circle and I'm starting to see where this is going to go. And I'm very excited for the future for the first time because it just, I don't know, it's just exciting. <laughs> it's so such a joy to see you in your element. But I also think it's of enormous value for people who feel like they're in that rut. They feel like they're in that slump and they will find what you're saying, Mandy, so relatable. Everyone, when we're there, right? Because we're all there at some point and many points, multiple points. (laughs) But when you're (laughs) there, you, you can't see the way out or you feel like, what does she have? Like, I'll have what she's having. What does she have? Because where do I get it? And for some people that leads you to like buy things. And for some people Mm -hmm. it leads you to consume things. And for others, it leads you to listen to things and just scanning the environment for tools to help you out. And when you said to me, like, you basically said, what's the difference between you and me, Ella? Yeah, basically. We're just about the same age. We're not too far mm-hmm. apart in age. We have careers and we have kids and blah, 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 blah. So what is the difference? And I really feel like at the end of the day, that's what you were asking me. And it's so funny because first of all, obviously I took the conversation to heart. I, I called you and I said, can we chat? And and so you were very much on my mind. And fast forward a couple of days later, I was kind of in the middle of the work day. And you know that slump you can hit like 3.30, mm-hmm. 4 p.m. Okay. So I hit that slump and I'm trying this new thing where instead of freebasing caffeine every once in a while, I'll like, <laughs> sit down for a minute and just chill for 10 minutes. So I took a timeout and Mandy, I started slumping over. Literally, this wasn't an emotional slump. I was tired. (laughs) So now I'm like on the sofa and on the pillow, I'm totally exhausted. And I just thought like, this is that thing that Mandy was Mm -hmm. just asking me about a couple of days ago, because I had not exercised yet. And we were doing our 21 days of walking challenge. I don't even think I'd walked yet. And I was like, I am so tired right now. I feel like I could stay here for the next three hours and just like turn on the TV and never move again. And I was like, this is an important moment. Here I am slumped on my sofa (laughs) and thinking about you and saying, this is the moment I needed to tell Mandy about, because this is that moment. Yeah. Where depending on my mindset, I'm going to have right. two very different outcomes. It's no longer in my nature. It's not really in my nature to stay on the sofa for the next six hours. Why? Why, 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 why? And I thought, yeah, what mind hack am I using right now to get off my duff and out into the world and go for a walk? And the conversation I'm having with myself is, well, there isn't one. I am literally not, I'm not consciously thinking of some tool. I'm not thinking back to the last podcast episode I had with a mindset expert. I'm not doing any of that. All I did, Mandy, was I got up. 
I got up and I put on my shoes and I thought, wait, that is the thing. And that's what you just said. I'm not better. I'm not different. By the way, going for a walk doesn't make you better than the person that stays on the sofa, you know, humor me. So I thought, wait, that is it. That is the aha. The difference is between me and slumpy me, okay, is that (laughs) that day I got up. So I just took the action and the action led to the next action, which led to the next action, which Mandy, that's exactly the story that you just told me. At the end of the day, when you create proof to yourself of your own momentum, there is no motivation. It's momentum. That's it. Momentum. That's a, that's the perfect word. Momentum. That just nails it right on the head. That's exactly what I've been experiencing this last couple of weeks is just it started out so slow, but it's like it goes and it goes and it goes. And now it's just like I was sad the other day because it was pouring down rain and we couldn't go. Or I, we, I could not go walking. That's when I did yoga, though. So in my brain, I was like, I want to move my body and I want to feel good. I wasn't in the mindset where I used to be of, well, I'll just, I'll just not do a workout today because the circumstances aren't right. That goes back to my personality of everything happened to be perfect. So I just did what I could. I, you know, threw out the mat and did a 20 minute yoga thing. And that was amazing too. And I was like, now I kind of like yoga. (laughs) So yeah, momentum. I like that. I like that. Okay. So you said something to me about how, you know, what you present on social media versus the real you, and you know, kind of what you see is what you get. And at the same time, Mm -hmm. no one's going to get a picture of me on Instagram slumped on my sofa, drooling on my pillow. So, (laughs) so even though I'm authentically me and I'm what you see is what you get, you're still not getting 360 degrees. You're getting, you know, maybe 20 degrees because I'm not posting my entire life. Okay. So the reason I bring that up, Mandy, is because it is so easy for us when we're in a slump to look at what we consider to be the other, which is that lady that's got it going on, right? Yes. <laughs> like, you yes. know, the woman who just always looks great or her kids' <laughs> parties look like they belong in a magazine or whatever, right. okay? Yeah. Whatever. And it's so easy for us to look out into the world and see these examples that don't feel like us. And then it becomes easy. The next logical step is, well, I'm different. So those people have something that I don't have. That's sort of a a, a logical deduction. And then you're like, well, either how do I get it? Or I give up because I don't have it. I'm just not wired that way. So, so the brain can do a lot of funny, funny, funny things. And what I wanted to share with you is that I am not someone that wakes up every day and thinks, how am I going to take on the day? I'm so <laughs> See, I would assume you would. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I going to do to smash this day? And this is what I'm going to do and get it done. I, in my brain, I'm like, that's probably what she does every morning. <laughs> Breathing exercises while I'm journaling and all also meditating. (laughs) Yeah. I have no doubt that there's a percentage of the population that wakes up happy. I am not a part of that percentage. I think that my DNA, if you'll humor me for just a moment, I think my DNA is wired toward action. I I think that that is true. And at the same time, I am not wired toward happiness and I'm not wired toward optimism. So Mm -hmm. that's great that I'm probably more prone to action than maybe someone who's wired slightly differently. And at the same time, Mandy, if I didn't get the optimism happy gene, then that could be equally as destructive. So what I'm saying is like, nobody wins the, the lottery. I don't think anybody wakes up with like all everything in perfect alignment. I mean, I don't think anyone is put here with everything in perfect alignment and life is easy for them. If so, then great. Let them be an example to us us as to what's possible. But my point to you is I have to Ella myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and here's what I mean. Like I wake up every day and I have to Ella myself to get to like the version of me that I want to be. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. If I want to be an example to anyone else as to what's possible or help facilitate journeys, like I, I think, you know, by now, like I ain't no guru, like I, I am not sitting on top <laughs> of a mountain telling people how to come up the mountain. Right. I am a Sherpa, meaning, Hey, I've been on this route before. Here are some tools I collected. I've got 10 of them. Two of them might work for you. Do you want to try them? Like it might make your journey more right. fun or shorter <laughs> or easier. I re-listen to old episodes. That's not out of ego that it, in fact, it's mortifying. It's because <laughs> I need to be reminded of what works. Right. I need to be reminded of who I want to be. I need reminders every day as to how to set my brain, because if left to its natural order, mm -hmm. Mandy, I'm actually like, I can be rather cynical if left to my own devices. Right. I think it's, it's what I keep thinking is know thyself. You really have to know yourself and know what you're dealing with every day. And who knows us better than ourselves. And that's the thing is really tapping into who you are. And like you said, where you want to go and who you want to be and what is that going to take? Not that you have to sit down in the mornings and have a conversation with you, yourself, but I know if I don't put my workout clothes on the floor and put them on first thing in the morning and go first thing in the morning, it's not going to get done. It might get done, but it's going to take a lot of convincing myself and talking myself into it. And that just seems harder to do. I'd rather get up early and go and get it done. Nothing can get in my way. Just things like that. It's like setting yourself up for success. And it's like, how can you do that? And really it's knowing yourself and how you're made and how I'm made. It's it's all just different. And we're all, you know, different people. If we were all Ella or if we were all Mandy, we, the world would be so weird. What works for one might not work for the other, but, you know, learning off of each other like that, like seeing how your brain works and what your thought process, not, not even thought process, but just kind of how you, you know, see things that's, it's just very eye-opening, very interesting to see. I want to share with you some questions that I think might be useful for us to remember to sort of challenge ourselves when we're feeling down in the dumps again, because this, by the way, this ebbs and flows. And I think I said mm -hmm. earlier in our conversation, I was like, it's laughable to think that I am quote there. I'm not anywhere, Mandy, like every <laughs> single day is a journey for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so we look at other people and we think they've arrived at something and maybe there are some things I take for granted that I've arrived at, but mostly I just feel like I'm, I'm every single day is a journey to figure out how to optimize me or my goals or what that day could possibly bring or what value I can create for somebody in that day. Like every single day feels like yeah. a journey to me. So that, that's interesting because I would have assumed, you know, like you said, like you were there and it's like, what is there necessarily? It's like, it's just life is a journey. And that's, I think, important to know is that even people who appear to, you know, have it all figured out and, you know, whatever it is, not everybody has it all together. Everybody has their strengths and their weaknesses that I think the important thing to do is when you do see somebody with the strength is ask them, say, hey, you know, what do you do for this? Or what do you do for that? I think that's building a community of people that will really, you know, reach out and help you. And I really assume that, you know, sometimes you just feel like you're the only one. And it's it's not something you feel like you can talk with just anybody yet. Here I am talking to everybody about it. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, my whole goal in life is to always be the dumbest person in the room. All I want is to learn from people who are doing something better than I am. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't mean that more. Mm -hmm. I absolutely want to seek out every, everybody's doing something better than I am, by the way. So that's really <laughs> easy. 
<laughs> and we all have our unique stack of things that we bring to the table. I always want to learn what Mandy is just kicking ass in that I can learn from her. I want to talk to Bill about why he's so much faster on his bicycle than I am. Like I always want to be the least. That way I know I always have something to pick up from people. And, right. and something that you made me realize, and this is a quote, I don't even know who, who to attribute this to, but literally everything I say, I learned from someone else. So just like, that's a qualifier over literally every word right. I utter for the rest of time. But, you know, there's a lot of talk about happiness and I don't know what that word means. I don't, mm -hmm. like I said, I don't wake up happy, but also I'm seeking a, a feeling that feels more like fulfillment than I am seeking happiness because happiness just yeah. feels very fleeting to me. Yeah. I mean, when I'm, you know, people are say, will say things like do things to make yourself happy. Like, so if, if working out will make me happy, but like riding a bike right now does not feel very comfortable to me, that doesn't make me happy. <laughs> so I was like, why would you do something like that? So yeah, no, I get it. It feels like a weird thing to chase to me. And I'm not, It does. that's not a criticism. Like if that mm -hmm. obviously whatever works for somebody is the goal, but mm -hmm. they said, happiness is the joy that you feel in moving towards your potential. Mm. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Yeah. Happiness is the joy you feel in moving toward your potential. I like that. That I can wrap my arms around that I yeah. can get excited about. Like, and I feel that, like, I feel that when I say that to you, I feel that in my bones. When you <laughs> tell me that happiness is the joy that you feel when you you're moving toward your own potential that yeah. vibrates in me, does that do anything for you? Yeah, I think that's what I've been feeling this week is just like a little bit more of a pep in my step because I'm like, I just, this morning, for example, was just amazing. The weather cooled down as the sun came out after like all this rain we had and it was just a great morning walk. And it was just, I just felt like I was just skipping down the road because it's like, this is making the momentum of it. Like you said, like, I feel like I'm actually accomplishing something and I'm becoming the person that I want to be. I don't want to be the woman who didn't take care of herself and in her older life was not able to move around with grandkids. I want to be the mom that can keep up with my kids now, not later in life. I want to be able to do it now, but if I don't go now, then I'll never get to that point. So it's like, and that's why with like walking, it's like, it's just something easy. We all do it every day. So it's like just building that momentum and it's like, I'm doing it and I'm meeting, not, I'm not setting goals, but I mean, if I was setting goals, I'd be crushing them right now, you know? <laughs> so, and that's it. It's just like moving to that person you want to become, you know, and it, that's just, it's such a good, good feeling. Like I'm taking care of myself for once in the right mindset. There are three questions, Mandy, that I hope will be useful for you, for me, for anyone who gets stuck from time to time, which is to say anyone that is in a human body. And the first question is, what would I do if? And you mm -hmm. have been such a testimony to what the answer to that can look like. So the question again is, what would I do if? And another way to ask that is like, what would I do differently if I wanted a different result? And it sounds like you implicitly asked yourself, well, what would I do if I were a person that moved every day? Yeah. And then you did. Right. See, isn't that crazy? <laughs> I did. I did. And that's it. It's like literally this whole week, knowing that I was going to be talking with you, I was like, I almost felt silly. Like I, I'm not that same person we talked 
you know, when I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, like just desperate for the answers, like I have found it within myself, you know, just like I said, just starting where I was and just, just moving, just going. Yeah. It's like, what if I just went walking every day? What would happen? Now, looking back, it's like, I've had the confidence all week to, this is going to sound really silly. I do not like to make phone calls, hate them. I don't like them at all. I just, Mandy, that sounds, that sounds silly to exactly zero people. <laughs> I know it's just the weirdest thing. Like I, my husband just rises me about it because I do not like to make phone calls. I don't like to do the scheduling for our company. Don't want to do it. Anyways, we're refinancing our house and whatnot. And I knew a lot of this was going to fall on my plate. And instead of being self-conscious about it or whatever, there was some paperwork I had to get. So I made phone calls and I even told him when he got home, I was like, Hey, guess what? I called the insurance company. <laughs> He's just laughing because he knows I would not do that. And I was like, see, I can do hard things. I, and to me, that's hard. That's really hard. But now I feel like I can call almost anybody, you know, and it, you know, made me less nervous with, you know, talking with you today and all of that. So we can, we can do hard things. I love that example so much because you created momentum and it can be yeah. the tiniest. That's what I can never say this enough. It can be the tiniest or what seems to be the mm -hmm. tiniest little thing, but you create evidence for yourself of what is possible. Right. The second question that I want to put on the table of the three is either think of your child when they were young mm -hmm. or picture yourself at six years old, right? Okay. What do you tell yourself when you're six years old? Do you say to six-year-old you, do you say, hey, little Mandy, I'm so sorry, but your worth is going to be tied to the size jeans that you're wearing when you try to right. do life. Like, yeah. sorry, Mandy, I don't like you're cute and everything and you have a great personality and thank God you're smart because when you are 40, your worth will be tied to how busy you are, what size jeans you show up in right. and how good your life looks on social media. Like what is the message you're giving to six-year-old you? And if you will force yourself to have that conversation, if you will actually run your brain through that exercise, the correct words, which are truly your intuition come out when you, when you force yourself to talk to innocent child version of you And this, I'm using you as the example, Mandy, cause I'm looking at you, but obviously I intend this for each of us to do with ourselves. Does that resonate with you at all? It really does. I actually heard someone say, uh, one time he said, if you would not say it to your daughter or to someone else, you can't say it to yourself. And I was like, there's no way I would ever tell my daughter she needed to eat a certain way or don't put on those jeans or you're, you know, too big for that. There is no way I would ever say anything like that. Yet we say it to ourselves all the time. So I've, I have actually tried to keep that in mind a lot. Like, you know, with that internal dialogue, I have the internal critic constantly in my head telling me all the things I'm doing terrible or wrong or what doesn't look good and whatnot. And sometimes I just have to go, you know what? I wouldn't say that to my daughter. I wouldn't say it to my mother. I wouldn't say it to my son. Why am I saying it to myself? It's like you wouldn't do it to the people you love and you're supposed to love and respect yourself. So why would you do it to yourself? Yeah, that makes it such a big difference. That really resonates. Number three is the inverse of that. And I find it more useful when we're stuck because we're scared. So we don't want to mm -hmm. be seen or we don't yes. want to launch the thing because we might fail, or we don't want to make the phone call because we don't want to show up, or we don't want to go right. to the party because we don't look the way that we want to look. Okay. So for me, when I'm feeling those things, the third and final question that I want to share with you is, okay, 
you're not six anymore. You're 86. (laughs) You're 86 years old. You look fabulous, by the way. Right, right. You're looking back. (laughs) You're looking back at you right now, realizing that you were perfect. You were a perfect idiot because you didn't realize that you were perfect, but you were perfect. What do you wish you had done at today you when you're in 86 year old use mind and body this is this is wild because this has actually been coming up in my brain lately so um i have you know like how your facebook memories will pop up or you know you can see whatever from years past um and i will you know i remember you saying one time on a podcast how you've been three different sizes in your adult life or something like that just one time that just stuck out in my brain and i was like yeah i get it And it's like, I'll see all these memories where I've been so many different sizes and not one time, not one, no matter how much bigger or smaller, usually it was smaller, was I happy. I was never happy with myself. I hated every inch of my body. I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, I look so good. I mean, when I was married, first married, you know, and you're so small and you get married and you know, all of that, like, yet I still had all those, I hadn't even had kids yet. And I was already like, I don't like my stomach or I don't like this or I don't like that. That's what I've actually been working on lately. Like this week, it kind of just started kind of coming up in my walks. Um, I've been listening to Health at Every Size. I think you mentioned that book, I believe, or had a podcast with it. And so I've been listening to it and just getting a lot of good nuggets. And that's been one of the things is like, I can be healthy right now, right here where I am. And I can be happy because this is, this is who I am. It doesn't matter like who I am. And how I am loved by my people that love me does not matter what size I am, what jeans I'm wearing or whatever. And so I have to be me. And it's like, but then there's, you know, people who do have what we would consider the perfect body who they're not happy with themselves either. And it's because everybody has something that somebody else, you know, they wish they had that somebody else had instead of focusing on who you are and what you have. So when I'm 86, I want to be as excited about myself at 86 as I am right now at 40 44 <laughs> i can never remember 86 year old me kicks my butt rightfully so every <laughs> once in a while i mean i really need her i really need yes. her to be like you're an idiot she's kind of mean she's a little crotchety and she's like you're an idiot look at you and this applies yeah. to everyone okay i don't yes. think i'm all that in a bag of chips <laughs> but 86 year old me does <laughs> that's right <laughs> I love it. You know, I mean, I am very mortified to tell you this story, Mandy, but, and we've now referenced me doing handstands in the driveway three times. This is the third and final time. Okay. And it's because I said on an earlier show that I always am trying something new because I Mm. always want to be doing something I suck at because I always want to be learning. And like I said, I always want to be the dumbest, the weakest, the whateverest in the room because I want to always stretch myself. Okay. So right now I am trying to master the art of handstands and I don't mind looking like a fool in my driveway, practicing this and falling all over the place and sometimes nailing it. Okay. So, so the reason we're talking about that is because I posted a little short video of that on Instagram of, of, showing me falling all over the place sometimes and and sticking it sometimes (laughs) here's here's the point of my story and this is what i'm super mortified to share with you but i want you to understand how real time this journey is for me tilly and i you know tilly because you listen to the show yeah 
Tilly is my BFF in England. For those of you who haven't met Tilly yet on the podcast, she, you know, we, we are each other's hype woman. So every time she posts something, I tell her how fabulous she is. And so whenever I post something, she hypes me up. And so I need she, somebody like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really like, I love it. Never stop. Okay. So I post that video. She writes, Oh my God, look at your legs. Okay. And she obviously means that in a nice way. Right. And I said to her, I waited three days to post this because I didn't want to show my legs. Like I, I, I don't want to say this on the air and I don't want to be a matter of record, but I hate them. <laughs> and she was like, what are you talking about? You idiot. And I was right. like, no, I, I absolutely utterly hate them. And I posted it anyway, because I'm trying to trying to Ella myself. She was like, you're completely out of your mind. And so then I send her a video of me maybe three years ago when I was super, I was like right in the middle of triathlon training and I sent it to her and I said, no, look how lean I was here. Look at the huge yeah. difference. So I'm sitting here, she's hyping me up. I'm sitting here going, no, you should see me three years ago. I was leaner. Like here's evidence that that is true. And I sent her that video and you know what she said to me, Mandy? She goes, what did you think of that video at the time? Oh, exactly. I look yes. back at that video and I think, oh my gosh, I was in such good shape. And at the time I absolutely hated it and thought that I was that ridiculous yeah. and had so much more work to do. And now here I am and I'd give my eye teeth to be that version of me. And guess what? Three right. years from now, I mean, so I'm mortified to tell you that because obviously I have a lot of work to do, but also I'm thrilled to be able to tell you that to be like, I have a lot of work to do. And I'm, I practice every damn day. I feel like I have just literally feel like I've just snapped like as if there was like a film strip of like all my sizes. And I feel like I just literally have just snipped it. And this is my starting. This is where I'm at. And this, this is just where I'm at. And there is no film strip. It's like, this is just where I'm at. And it's like, you just go, just go. I think that'll be really helpful for somebody. And the hack that I use uh, for lack of a better way to say it is I know that voice is always going to be there. Yeah. And instead of shutting it out, which is what I used to try to do, Mandy, mm -hmm. and what I used to think is what you're supposed to do. I just turn the volume down. I'm like, oh, I own the volume control. Like yeah. I'm holding the remote. So I just turn her volume way down. And then to your original point, then I just do it anyway. I post the stupid video anyway. Right. I wear the shorts to the thing anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I show up anyway. Because nobody cares as much as we care. And if we don't care about it, then nobody cares. So that's it. Nobody cares like we care. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for being a willing participant in this conversation. I am so happy to keep having these conversations, guys. So hit me up in my DMs, ask me a question. I think it's super useful, Mandy, for people to be reminded that nobody's there yet. Right. And there is a, there's not a there. There's not a there. There's that's, no there. I think there. that's the big secret is there is no there. Yeah. So do it anyway. That's right. Just go. Just keep showing up. And yes. there is a reason you will hear me say over and over again, start where you are, use what mm -hmm. you have and do what you can. It's the only recipe I know for actual success as you define it. Mandy, thank you so much. Thank you, Ella. This has been so tremendous. It's been so helpful. And I appreciate you taking the time to answer all my questions and have a good conversation. This has been fun. Okay, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, find me on Instagram at onairwithella or open the show notes for this episode and get all the links at onairella.com. There's no with, it's just onairella.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. And thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.